Oh, welcome to the Moving to Florida show. I am your host, Judson, along with co-host Mohit Badlani. How are you today, Mo? What is up, guys? All right. We're both kind of laughing because we, we tried to do a new introduction there and it did not go over very well. Yeah, it'll be on our blooper reel. So this is the Moving to Florida show. A big welcome to all of you aspiring Floridians. We wanted to have a, a quick conversation today talking about new construction because there is just a ton of new construction going on in Florida because we do have such an influx of people. Even with all the new construction going on, we still really don't have enough inventory, which means homes for sale. Um, but yeah, we've got a ton of new construction and there are definitely some big benefits to buying a new home, but there's maybe some cons as well. So we just wanted to go through the pros and cons. We've got a couple of pro tips at the end for you as well. So with that being said, man, I say we just dive right into it. Let's do it. So I'd say the the first pro, and this one is probably an obvious, but you get a brand new home, right? Nobody has lived brand in the home before. New. It's Yeah, it's got that, that shiny new home smell, right? You get to break it in. <laughs> So, okay. So that one's rather obvious and, and we didn't talk about this before, but how, how do we want to do this? We want to go through all of the pros first and then the cons or go back and forth. Let's do that. Let's do all the pros and then we'll hit, hit the cons. Okay. So the next thing is that you do get a home warranty with a new home and they're all different depending on the builder, but it's going to look something like uh, a one-year warranty on workmanship, um, a limited you know, two-year warranty on systems, which the systems are going to be like your air conditioner, your stove, you know, things like that, that are probably also going to be covered under a manufacturer's warranty. And then you do also usually have uh, somewhat, a somewhat limited like five to 10-year warranty on the actual structure itself as well. I think most of them call it a one to 10. So one one year bumper to bumper in your house, two year, you know, usually it's electric and plumbing, 10 year structure. Right. Yeah. They've got all kinds of marketing terms for, for the warranty as well. But yeah, yeah, I think that's a good way of putting it. Now, you know, something else I think we should hit on while we're speaking of warranty is you can get a quote unquote home warranty on a resale as well. You're buying that from an outside third party, but that's not exactly the same thing, Right. No, it really isn't. Uh, one of those uh, things uh, is like it's usually like four to five hundred bucks, depending on the the type of grade you get. Uh, so I know there's companies they do like a silver, gold, platinum edition. So every warranty company it's, uh, is is going to be different when it comes to resale homes. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, they either you know fix, replace uh, the item, which is broken, but they do charge you every time they come to see your house. So they usually are anywhere from like 90 to 120 bucks to come every time they come to see, uh, what's wrong with the, with the house. Right. And really they're not covering the house per se. They're covering those yeah. same kind of items that we mentioned, like the air conditioners and the, the ovens and things like that. Your, your appliances, your, your major electrical stuff, but yeah, no, nothing too crazy. Uh, appliances. Thank you. That's the word I couldn't come up with. <laughs> <laughs> I got you, bro. I got you. Um, so what is uh, another thing is uh, you're, you get a better chance of appreciation on your home because it's brand new. You get to break it in. And uh, yeah, usually uh, homes that are being built around you are, you know, builders going to keep raising its prices every so often. So that helps your uh, value of your home keep uh, keeps going up, uh, keeps appreciating. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, from what 
from what I've seen and every one of the builders is going to be different, but if they're building a big, you know, neighborhood, a big development, every time they sell five or 10 houses, they're going to raise prices two or $3,000, which does add up. And especially if you buy, you know, buy a home early on in that development, you definitely see some good appreciation. Absolutely. And most of these, uh, place, yeah, most of these places have like really good amenities. So you're, you're living in neighborhoods that have, uh, let's say hundred plus homes, 200 plus homes, 300 plus homes. They're going to have amenities there for you. So, which means like gym, a pool, a park, a dog park. So it has all kinds of great stuff, but they all do come with a price though. Right. Yeah. So, so you're going to have an HOA, most likely a new construction. And I'm sure that there are some smaller new construction communities out there that don't have an HOA, but for the most part, if you're buying new construction, you're going to have an HOA, but that does give you, you know, the opportunity to have some good amenities. Like we discussed on our HOA episode, like, uh, you know, community swimming pools, parks, playgrounds, things like that, you know, gated neighborhoods, uh, things like that. Um, you know, another one that I've got down and I've got this down as kind of a, a pro slash con. It's, it's a little bit of both in my opinion. Right. So the builder is usually going to offer really good incentives or, or, you know, usually in the form of closing costs or upgrades or things like that. But, um, you know, you also have to be aware that the builders don't pay some of the closing costs that a seller might typically pay. And then in addition to that, a lot of builders, not all of them, but a lot of builders are going to charge you what they call a builder fee, which might be one or two percent of the purchase price, which is really, again, in my opinion, just a markup. And, and that does come in as an extra closing cost. So usually you can get the builder to pay a good bit of your closing cost, but you're also going to end up paying more in your closing cost, which Usually you still end up on the positive there, but but not always. Correct. And they most of the time they, they don't pay for the prepaids. So you're going to have to come up with that as well. Right. Uh, can, can you tell us, just for our listeners that might not know what prepaids mean, tell us a little bit about what that So means. prepaids are basically um, any HOA prepaids that you may have, uh, which means when you come into a community, the community may charge you uh, two months in advance uh, of uh, of HOA fees. So that's one of the things. There, there are other prepaids that are involved in it. So it could be an, like your homeowner's, your homeowner's insurance. insurances have, have prepaids. Um, so you're going to have to pay uh, a small amount of your uh, homeowner's insurance because you're going to be getting to your house in a, in a couple of months. Uh, another thing is, you know, when they tell you, hey, you know, since you're closing your house in August, you don't have to pay your September mortgage or you just pay directly in October. You're technically paying for September, but it's part of your prepaids. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah. So those can really add up as well. Correct. And it's usually anywhere from like 2000 to three, $4,000, but it could get higher. It could be a little lower depending on the community you go into. For sure. Well, I, I feel like we've transitioned pretty smoothly into the, into some of the cons, cons. So let's discuss that. A, <laughs> let's discuss that a little bit. All right. So, so, so I have, yeah, I see, I see a list yeah. of a, a few cons I, that you have. I here. have first thing, <laughs> I have first thing on the list is that it, it, it can be a little bit cookie cutter, right? Your, your neighborhoods can be a little bit of the same floor plans. You might have, you know, a neighborhood of say 500 homes. The builder may only have, you know, eight different floor plans. And then, you know, all of those homes might look very similar from the front. And that's not always going to be the case. And I think they have gotten better about, you know, offering different uh, elevation is what they call it. So even though it's the same floor plan, they've got like three different options for how the, the front might look. You might have a Mediterranean style, you might have a, a colonial style or 
or craftsman or modern or whatever the case might be. Uh, another thing that you got to be aware of, say you do like the modern look and it, there's a lot that you really like. You might not be able to put that home on that lot because your neighbors might have the same modern look. So they're going to have to change your lot or you're going to have to change your elevation. So there, there's that big uh, piece where you're, you're not going to be able to choose your lot per se because of the elevation you chose. Right. Yeah. And that's just something that the builders do to keep the communities looking a little bit more diverse. Right. Right. So um, I think we already hit on this one, uh, but there's almost always going to be an HOA, um, which can sometimes be high, but it does come with amenities. So I I guess that's kind of another one of those pro slash cons. I'm going to let you take the next thing on our list, Mo, because you you got a little angry whenever you saw this one. (sighs) My biggest pet peeve. I do not like to drive to my mailbox. Right. Yeah. I don't want to drive to my mailbox and pick up my mail. I want to be old school and go to the front of my house in my bathrobe <laughs> and pick up my mail. Right. So you so in new in yeah, all new construction now you don't have a mailbox. You just got a central mail location where, you know, the I mean, obviously it saves the postal service a lot of money because they only have to go to one place to put everybody's mail, but as someone living in that community, you have to go to the same mailbox as everybody else. The US Postal Service because all these mailboxes are connected, will you will have more chances of getting your mail put into somebody else's box. Or somebody else's mail into your box. The likelihood of that happening in a centralized location is a lot greater than being right in front of your home. Fair enough. Well, I'm sure that there are a lot more pros and cons to buying new construction, but that's kind of all I had pre-planned on our list. Uh, Do you have any more pros or cons you can think of right now? Um, I do know. I'll give you one quick statistic uh, that... New construction has gone up 18% here in in the Central Florida area because of the fact of, of low inventory in resales. With the whole pandemic thing going on right now, I mean, it's been, we've been really, really busy. And most of my clients have been going into new construction because of all the pro stuff that we said. Plus, uh, there's not much resales out there for them to pick from. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing that we we come back to at the top of the list. When you buy a new home, you're getting a brand new home. It should be perfect. It should be move in ready. You shouldn't have to do anything when you move in. Um, Actually saying that does bring to mind possibly a couple of things, and this does vary by builder. But I know that uh, when I first started selling new construction, I I was kind of surprised to see that a lot of the builders don't install ceiling fans or overhead lights. Um, a lot of the the new builds will have just they'll have the connections are there just under a cap, and it is the homeowner's responsibility to install that after they purchase the home. Correct. So I mean, you get the basic wiring, but that's it. You got to bring your own lights and or your own fan. Right, and some of them will do the same with a garage door. Or, or not a garage door, but a garage opener. I, I think that that seems to have gotten a little better. It seems like more of the builders are including that, especially, I think maybe that was some pushback they got at some point along the way that people wanted to move in ready house, you know, when they're buying new. And, and it seems like more of them are leaving that or building it and installing that garage door opener. Well, and th- that's one of the things is garage door opener. The other thing is refrigerator, washer, dryer. So those couple of those appliances may not be included with certain builders. Certain builders will will put everything in their in their home, and certain builders won't. So you got to keep an eye on that. 
or some builders will say, hey, this is an option for you. So it's a it's a little bit of an upgrade. So your house prices that you thought was going to be, let's say, for instance, 400000 now it's 410000 because you had to put a new refrigerator, washer, dryer, and a garage door opener. So you, you got to keep an eye on those things. Another thing is we didn't talk about uh, property premiums. So depending on the lots you pick, you may have to pay a little bit more premium for the lot you you decide you want to go to. Yep, that's a great point. And and sometimes those can get crazy. You know, it might be ten or twenty thousand dollars because it's a a bigger lot or a better location or or something like that. Uh, to as much as I have seen communities right here in Winter Garden that had a three hundred thousand dollar waterfront lot premium. Yeah, those are crazy. <laughs> now, now, granted, you know, we're talking about probably already a million dollar house that they're putting on that, but yeah, right. three hundred thousand dollars for just the lot to be lakefront. Yeah, and it's not even that big of a lot. You're talking about a quarter acre, maybe. Well, that that is real estate. Location, location, location. <laughs> Absolutely. For sure. Hey, revisiting the the appliances, you mentioned the washer and dryer and refrigerator and things like that. Is that something that might be negotiable? Definitely is, especially in inventory home. Right. So that, that kind of brings us to our pro tips. So I, I did put down a couple of pro tips. Um, number one, you're always going to get a better deal on an inventory home or a spec home versus a to be built uh, inventory or spec. What, what is a spec home? Uh, it's, well, that's a kind of a short term for speculative. You know, that's a home that the builder has already said, okay, we're going to build this floor plan with this elevation on this lot, and we're going to put these features in it. They've already predetermined the exact house that they're building there, and they've maybe already started on it or maybe even completed it, and that home is for sale. You don't get to pick your finishes or anything like that. But for that, it it does seem that you're always going to get a better deal on one of those homes. Yeah, absolutely. Especially if that home has been sitting there for a couple of weeks or a couple of months and no one's picked it up. So you can go in there and, you know, put your own price point on there and say, hey, it's it's valued at, let's say, 400,000. I want to put in for for 380 or 390 and, you know, negotiate from there. Something that you can do with an inventory home that you can't do with a to be built. Correct. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and that brings us to another pro tip, and that is to use your own realtor whenever you're going to buy new construction. Don't just go into the model on your own um, because you got to keep in mind the people that are working in those model homes, they represent the builder, not you. So it's not your best interest that they have in mind. It is the builder's. Absolutely. Uh, another thing that they, uh, there's a big misconception is if I go there without a realtor, I'll, uh, they'll save me 3%. They'll take 3% off the price. That's yep. not true at all. They have already allocated those funds for everything. So they've already allocated those funds to give to the realtors. If they don't give it to the realtors, they pocket that money. So they're not going to give you any additional incentives because you're not coming in with the realtor. Another good thing is we see these contracts all the time. So the builder is going to make the contract according to them. So they're not going to look at the best interest of you. They're going to look at the best interest of themselves. So it's always important that you have a realtor there. Obviously, we can't look at these contracts and give you you know, a legal advice on them. That's why we take those contracts before you sign them. We take them to a real estate attorney to review them. And then they start, you know, uh, doing what they do best. Right, for sure. And those contracts are not short. I know, you know, the standard contract that we as Florida realtors use on a resale is 12 pages. Standard, a standard builder's contract. I mean, I don't think I've ever seen one that was less than 60 pages. Yeah, I think I had one that was 48 pages. So <laughs> that's, that's gotta be some I think that was record. my own. 
<laughs> 48 pages that you have to sign and and it's it it gets overwhelming and over it's over confusing it's really really confusing when you're when you're looking at all this and that's why it's it, like judson said it's it's very important that you have a realtor in in place to take a look and 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 look after your best interests for sure. Well, Mo, I know that you told me that you just had some clients go under contract on new construction um, that's supposed to be completed in December. So we're we're in July. So that's about five months out. Um, you know what? What did kind of that process look like for the buyers? So what we did initially is they wanted to go into something new. So the best best thing for me to do is to show them new construction. So I showed them everything that was available to them in their price range. Um, they wanted to look for something that can be inventory, move in ready, and they wanted to be here September 1st and move into their house. So they couldn't find anything that they really loved. And when they did find something that, that they really loved, it was going to be ready in December. So what we did was uh, we're going to put them in a, in a short-term rental in, the, in, the, in that time period, that short time period. But when we got the contract, we saw what they were offering and we actually got a little more uh, incentives for them. So they weren't going to give us, uh, you know, the washer, dryer or refrigerator. All they were going to give us is $6,500 off the price. So what we were able to negotiate is take $6,500 off the price and still give us the washer, dryer, and refrigerator. So those are some of the things that we did. Uh, and uh, the salesperson was really nice. Uh, she did a really, really good job and on helping us out as well. But you know, if I wasn't there, they maybe would have you know, lost out on, on getting those appliances and, uh, or getting that $6,500 off of their price of their home. Uh, they were really happy with the with the home that they picked. Uh, we looked at the contract. The contract was about uh, eight hundred pages long, <laughs> and uh, we had we had that taken you know taken to our attorneys. They took a look at it. They e signed it right after the attorney said, you know, this is a good contract. You know, it's going to save both both parties are are going to be happy with this, and we 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 went move forward with it. Um, they got into a brand new construction. Uh, everything's going to be brand new. They got to choose their lot. They took pictures in front of their lot, <laughs> which was basically sand at the moment. <laughs> uh, but they didn't get to pick their colors because it was a spec home. And they 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 showed the home, um, the, the colors that they were going to have in that house, pre-planned everything. Now, even though it's not constructed yet, they've already the builders already approved the plan. So deviating from that plan is going to go through a whole set of different processes because these, these companies are not small companies. So it has to go up the ladder somehow and, uh, and, and get that approved and, and it'll take time. So while that, that, that client is waiting, they don't, they don't want them to wait any longer than they need to. So most of the clients, they saying, you know, if, if that's going to, if that's going to take two, three, four weeks, they're going to, find something else that they love and sign somewhere else. And they want to avoid that. Well, and, and on that note, you know, something else that I had thought of as a, as kind of a con in my opinion, but didn't mention before is, you know, when you're doing those upgrades, so the builders have what they call a design center. And it, it seems like if you look at what they're charging you to do, say install granite countertops versus the standard Formica or something like that is usually going to be a little bit more than what you would pay, say to have a contractor come in and do that. So yeah, because they have to go through a third party to get that installed as well. Right. So that's why they charge you more because they have to have a, 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 
profit margin. Exactly. All right. Well, I, th- I think that's a pretty good synopsis on some of the pros and cons. I'm sure that there's, you know, a laundry list of more items, but uh, we'll, we'll get into those again in the future. I'm sure that uh, as new construction continues to be a growing industry, we'll do another episode like this again in the future. But in the meantime, Mohit, would you like to take the wrap up for all of these aspiring Floridians? And if you still have more questions on new construction, you can always get to, you know, get a hold of us. And uh, if you'd like to connect with us about your move to Florida, you can reach us at moving to Florida show at gmail.com. And you can also connect with us on social media, on Facebook, Instagram at moving to Florida show. And on Twitter, our handle is at moving to FL show. Be sure to subscribe to the show if you like our content so that it will automatically download into your device and get one step closer to moving to Florida. Florida.